Good morning. Are you awake? Or is this still part of that weird dream you were having? This is a huge pickle. Carson and Kennedy begins now. If you're just tuning in, here's what we know. Oh, it's a disaster. Hey, boy, what day is this? Why, it's Christmas, sir. That's wonderful. We've got to get everybody back in the Christmas spirit. You know, deck them halls and all that stuff. Well, deck the halls. Kind of the reason for the season. You know, you stand under the mistletoe. Santa's coming. Santa's coming in so, what do you want for Christmas? My favorite show. Well, you got it. Showtime. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. That's all I know. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. My son got an A plus in the Spanish. There you go. It's like speaking fluent Spanish at some point soon. How many years has he been taking it already? Well, he's in sixth grade, so since I think second or second grade. Oh, wow, they start young now. I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. I don't even think I started until like high school. I don't know how much it sticks, though, because it's not a very robust program. You know what I mean? It's just very basic stuff. This song is like Christmas in shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely, definitely tropical Christmas vibes. Jose Feliciano, in case you didn't know, with Feliz Navidad. I feel like we could get Pitbull to do this. Does Pitbull have a Christmas album? Because if not... <laughs> I don't know. He's He has to, right? Next time he's in town, we'll have to talk to him. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Christmas in the 305. <laughs> All right. Well, hello, hello, hello. It is Wednesday, December 14, 2022. Kennedy is out today. She's uh, under the weather. She was uh, texting with us earlier this morning, and she's like, I, I can do the show from home. And I'm like, we all heard you yesterday. It was like, she did not sound great. I'm like, get some rest. It's okay. Take the day. Yeah, exactly. So somebody suggested we need to open the show with Dominic the Donkey. Well, maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Listen, if you're texting us at 540, I appreciate it. Yeah, so. we'll give you what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Kennedy's out today. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, yeah. I fell asleep about eight o'clock last night, so yeah. I'm well rested. Yeah, I went. I went to bed early. Mm. That's like my terrible cycle. I stay up late, too late for like four days, and then right. I'm asleep at eight. The worst though was my mom. Or my mom. My wife went out last night, and then she woke me up when she got home, like several times. And I'm like, come on. I know you were out having a good time, but I have to get up in like three hours. <laughs> Where'd she go? Uh, she had a company uh, party. So she has two employees now, two part-time employees. And then she's office mates with uh, a friend of ours who has a f- uh, florist. And so he took all of his employees and Lana took her two part-time employees and they rented one of those uh, like holiday uh, bus, not a bus, but a trolley. So they did like a holiday trolley trolley tour through town. That's cool. You know, drinking it up, yeah. partying it up. I saw one video that got sent to me late last night and it's them with 3D glasses on looking at Christmas lights, which is apparently a thing on this tour. Oh. I didn't know that. But Did you have to be special 3D glasses? I, I don't know. I just, I've never uh, heard that. I hadn't either, but they were just blown away by how cool it looked. So like maybe these trees were decorated to stand out more 3D. I don't know. I had never seen it before, but they thought it was fun. <laughs> Although it might have been the wine that made it seem more fun I than it actually was. Right? Turn it up on a Tuesday. I, that's it. That is it. Uh, so let's talk about the show today. Um, we're going to have Chef Jason Santos in studio coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, he's got a new book that is out. I saw him on TV the other day. I was like, we should have him come in. And then when I uh, when I was talking to him, he's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to bring some food. 
I'm like, well, you don't have to, but hey, I'm just saying. So we might have He's a like, little treat. You don't have to, but every time you come in, I go, where's the food? That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, if you don't know, uh, Jason is on the TV show Hell's Kitchen. He's on Bar Rescue, and uh, he is a fantastic chef and a really funny dude. So we'll be joining. Uh, he'll be joining us coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. I think he's just going to hang out with us for a while, too. Uh, we're going to give away another $50 gift card to All Town Coffee. We'll talk a little bit about what happened with the World Cup yesterday, the Celtics, the Bruins. And if you missed our big announcement yesterday regarding who was supposed to join the show, uh, we're going to run that back one more time. For those of you that listened to the show early, we'll run that back at 6.15, which will explain it all if you had not heard yet. Uh, Good Vibe Tribe coming up in 10 minutes on Mix. Hang on. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. We are, of course, streaming on the Odyssey app. Kennedy is actually out this morning. A wild one in L.A. last night as the Celtics get the win in overtime against the Lakers. It's smart to make it a two-point game. Got it! Got it! Celtics to within two. Tatum against James. Tatum for the title. Final shot from LeBron. Going for the win. Overtime, overtime in Los Angeles. Three brown bullseye right between the eyes. Brown's got it, and the Celtics are going to win it in overtime in Los Angeles, and a terrific come from behind. Win. Do you think they ever need a lozenge after the game, the announcers? they got to be worn out after a game like that. Uh, I mean, the, the history between these two teams and the games that they've played over the decades. So the Celtics get the win last night in L.A., 122-118. to Anytime you can beat L.A., it's good. Uh, they are back home on Friday. The Magic come to town. Bruins win again last night at the TD Garden. They beat the New York Islanders four to three. And uh, I think I saw was it uh, was it Ovechkin that got a hat trick? I, th- I didn't see the game. Oh, I you know. didn't. I I think if I have that right, and he becomes like the he's like number three all time on scoring. I I think that's what I uh, I heard earlier this morning. And I don't know if you caught the World Cup yesterday, but Argentina smoked Croatia in the semifinal, so they are waiting the winner of France and Morocco. They play this afternoon. It's a big day in Revere at two o'clock. It is a very big day in Revere. See if there's going to be a party on Revere Beach or if people are going to be real sad. All right, let's get to the Good Vibe Tribe. Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe. In this world filled with serious news reports and people doing stupid things, we say every little thing is going to be all right. Yeah. There are people in this world doing good work and we are here to celebrate them. So don't worry about a thing. Nah. Yeah. Here's another story from a member of Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe. As always, if you know somebody that should be featured in the Good Vibe Tribe, drop us a text, tell us a story, 617-931-1234. Another update on their 10,000 Toys for Girls and Boys. We are now, hold on, I just got the uh, newest number because we have left the link open. You can still donate at mix1041.com slash toys until midnight on Thursday. The most recent toy total is 11,265 toys that you guys have donated that we're giving to the Marine Corps Toys for Tots program. Incredible. Uh, Here are a few more good news stories making the rounds. Someone in Canada saw a fur coat at a thrift store and bought it for their friend who loved it. Then she loved it even more when she found her late grandmother's initials monogrammed on the inside. It was donated after the grandmother passed away in 2005, and she says it fits perfectly. Wait till Macklemore hears this. This is his next song. Here's another weird coincidence. A woman in Florida was helping with a post-hurricane Ian Beach cleanup two weeks ago. She found a message in a bottle buried in the sand, and her son knew the person who left it there. Three siblings buried it in the sand 22 years ago one was a guy who went to college with her son they also worked together at dhl for a while and an 84 year old guy in mexico went for a walk on november 27th and was lost out in the desert for a week but he's okay after his dog tracked him down two miles from his home trained sniffer dogs couldn't find him but his own dog did we don't deserve them they're little fluffy angels and judges in butte montana are letting people pay certain fines this month by donating canned goods to food banks they can get up to 150 dollars in fines removed by showing up with 30 cans of food what do you have for the good vibe tribe audio dan so this is a five-year-old girl 
who's giving her father just some sage advice. Okay. You don't have to worry about on Monday. I'm just, today has enough worries of its own. That's what God says. So what do I do? I just concentrate on today? You just worry, you just worry about everything's what, you just worry about what's, what, what is going on today. Okay. Just worry about what's going on today, guys. All right. Thank you, Dan. If you know someone who should be celebrated in Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe, call or text us now. 617-931-1234. Keep up the good vibes there, Boston. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go. On Mix 1041. All right, let's do it. Let's make the announcement about who is going to be joining the show. Before we do that, I want to just back up a little bit as to how we got here today. In case you don't know, Annie left the show back at the end of June. Her contract was up. We tried to get her to stick around, but she wanted to go off and do other things. And we wished her all the best and kind of left the door open for her if she wanted to come back at some point. But she said, thank you. No, thank you. And she's moved on and doing what she's doing onwards and upwards exactly and we love her to death i know you talked to her a lot i was talking to her over the weekend uh we care deeply for her and we miss her a bunch uh but after kind of taking a break over the summer we decided that we wanted to put out the word that we were going to add somebody to the show and so uh we got with uh you know our bosses we have to do all the stuff behind the scenes obviously with hr and posting to the careers website <laughs> what are we looking for in somebody to join the show we remember we came up with that whole great thing yes and, and then corporate changed it to, to can, lift 50 pounds do, yes. do you have a valid driver's license and can you lift 50 pounds super important in morning radio uh, right <laughs> corporate stuff is what it is you know we all have to follow the rules that is it that is it and so uh we started getting lots of resumes i mean i lost count honestly i think we got three or four hundred people who applied for the job not just here locally but from all over the country yeah and so we went through all the resumes we narrowed down to some interviews we brought a bunch of people in and did face-to-face interviews and then from those interviews we narrowed it down to our 10 favorite some of the people we knew Uh, Some of the people we didn't know, some people had experience, some people had no experience. Uh, We brought those 10 in. They all got on-air auditions, and we narrowed those 10 down to three people, and that was Alexis, Debbie, and Iona, and then they all came back and did a week. Uh, They got paid for their time. They had to become employees of the company temporarily so that they could come in and do the show. And then, uh, to be honest with you, when it was all said and done, we were kind of at at an impasse. I mean, it was... the hardest decision I think I've ever made and I mean <clears throat> it we just kept you know we would have meeting upon meeting and mm-hmm. this and that and this they were just such talented incredible human beings mm-hmm. that uh that any one of them would have been an amazing fit in this room. Right. And we, we just we kept going. Gone wrong well, we like this one for this. We like, and what about this? And what about this? And it's not just our show, but also joining Mix to become a part of the Mix family. And if you've listened to the station for any amount of time, the people that work here have been here for a very long time. We are the newbies, and yeah. we are here almost 14 years. Yeah. It's incredible in radio. We are, Right. It just doesn't happen. Aaron's been here 20-plus years. Greg Daniel's been here, I think, 25-plus years. Yep. Freddie's been here 20-plus yeah. years. Like We are the newbies on this station. Yeah. So we, we think it's important to talk to the whole family when somebody's going to be joining the station because it's hopefully going to be for a very long time if yeah. they choose to stick around. There are a lot of people involved. So Kennedy and I went out to lunch. Was that a week ago Friday, you and I? Yeah. You came to Charlestown for lunch. Sure, why not? Charlestown was so happy to see you. They rolled out the red carpet. We had a delicious meal at the Brewer's Fork. We had a nice drink, a nice meal, and then we finally made the decision as to who it was going to be that would be joining the show. And then we called our boss out, and he was like, great, that's awesome. Uh, Let's call the other boss, because again, we have to do all of the corporate stuff. We made a meeting for this past Wednesday, and then we went into the meeting, and this is where things went sideways. Do you want to explain what happened? Well, you know, we work for a big corporation, like many of you do, and corporations have budgets. And at the end of the year, that's when a lot of those things get looked at very heavily. And as you go into the next year, you have to make decisions. And so uh, we were told that um, there just wasn't budget for it. So we're not able to bring another person on board. Um, And that was a big bummer. 
it was a gut punch to be sure, but it's a hard day. Um, I'm, there's you know nothing that we can do about it. It's mm-hmm. nothing that anyone did or said. It's just the the, the finance. The you know it is what mm-hmm. it is, and we uh you know I'm sure you guys out there have had experiences like this and and whatever. So um, it was a tough day, and we're really bummed because we were super excited about this opportunity, and I was very excited about having another woman in the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, but but it is what it is, and we have to just go forth and prosper mm-hmm. and um, just be so grateful for the time that these three women gave us and their families gave us and that they opened up their worlds to us. And um, I'm just so honored to know the three of them. I really am. And when I got to talk to them, I said as much that I learned so much from each one of them. And uh, so that's that. Yeah, it's it was just incredibly difficult after all the work that went into it and how much we talked about it. Just have, I mean, the budget got pulled. There's nothing that you mm-hmm. could do. Nope. And it must have been, I wasn't on the call, but it must have been incredibly hard to talk to them. Yeah, so I, I called them all. I, I wanted to call them all personally. And, you know, the bosses were like, if you want, we'll call them. And I was like, no, we've been... No, we'll do it. Yeah, we've been in communication with them this whole time. I'm not going to, at the end, bail out if there's bad news. And, uh, you know, I talked to, I, I called Alexis first. Uh, and then I talked to Debbie, and then I talked to Iona, and all three of them answered almost immediately because they knew we were getting close to making yeah. the announcement, and I'm pretty sure all three of them thought I was calling to tell them they had the job, and it was just, it was really tough. There was it was a lot of emotion. Um, they were all super kind and understanding about the entire situation. Because and, they're incredible human beings. Right. Yep. Uh, there were tears, mostly mine. It was, I think, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Mm-hmm. I've hired and fired a lot of people over the years. I was a program director in my previous life, you know, before coming to Mix. So I've been down this road with hiring and firing people, but never where I, you know, we were on the cusp of hiring someone and then have the budget pulled out. And and you know, this wasn't something that they knew about a long time ago and didn't tell us about. No. So please don't think that this was you know, put on us. It was just as big of a hit to them as yeah. it was to us. This came from so much higher than you know, not even in this building. Mm-hmm. You know like what I mean? Sal, Sal, Sal Corporate- found out the night before that we found out. You know, it was all coming down at the last minute. Yeah, this wasn't something that they could have told us a no. long time ago. Nothing at all. They were just. And it's just to be honest with you, it's a it's a sign of the times with with our industry. You've probably heard the stories recently. There's another show here in the market. Their producer got fired, and they're one of the most successful you know shows in the country and make tens of millions of dollars. And they're firing people. Sales revenue is down for everybody across all industries and we're no different than anybody else yeah a lot mm-hmm. of you guys are texting and like saying we're dumb or whatever like this nobody asked earlier in the pr- no we had we did, it early it in the wa- process it was and it just happened this happens at the end of financial year fiscal year they did a it report at the end of the year and decided we no longer had so, the money for it please don't please don't be angry please no. don't be upset it, it's nothing that could have been changed in any way, shape, or fashion. And believe me, we... Uh, this know. is something we fought for and fought for, and our bosses yeah. fought for and fought for. Right. Again, like I say, this didn't even happen. This is way above us. Right. And, um, yeah, and we work for a big was, company. And everyone here was committed to it. And right. we're very... It was just as upset as we were. But I assure you, this is not fun for us either. No, it was wild. It was a wild meeting to walk, <laughs> to walk into and... And and have to to hear that and then walk out of there going, Wow, what just happened? So you know? please don't be upset guys and please don't be mean. Are people line. being mean? Uh, so just just understand that this was what it was and and, and, and mm. there's and that is just simply on that. Uh, from the 978, my company just laid off people and we're on a hiring freeze right now. It is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it, yeah, it's just, it is a lot. It I mean, is, at the end of the day, we just have to say it is what it is because mm-hmm. otherwise what else could it, it be? it'll eat my lunch and right. I'm not going to let it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say that all three of them were incredible to have mm-hmm. in the studio. Any one of them would have been amazing and they're all going to go on to do much better things than us anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, you know. And you guys all heard them. If anybody's got got entertainment work out there for these three incredible humans, right? You let us know. We'll hook you up with them. Right? We're their biggest fans, mm-hmm. and we only want success mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. Uh, from the seven seven four UG, that sucks. Hugs, guys, hang in there. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and a lot of people are saying, "Can you say who it, it was?" Be no, we're not going to say that. It just doesn't. It doesn't matter at this point. They were all spectacular. We love them all, and so there was no reason to tell one versus the other yeah. who was going to get the job it because it's a moot point as far as we were concerned. So that is it. That is the update. Uh, if you missed it, again, unfortunately, uh, corporate <clears throat> took away the budget, 
and we will not be able to offer a job to any of the three of the women. We love all three of them. They're awesome. They're spectacular, and it just sucks. Correct. It's all bad. But we have to keep doing work, so. <laughs> Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossip in 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to get to the uh, the story of a rapper who is so old that he used to write his rhymes, <laughs> I love this story, on a typewriter. <laughs> but before we get to that story, we're going to start first with President Joe Biden. He signed the Respect for Marriage Act into law on Tuesday at a celebration attended by Cindy Lauper and Sam Smith. Cindy Lauper actually sang True Colors. I took my mother-in-law to see Cindy Lauper down the Xfinity Center yeah. with Rod Stewart, and she's a force. She really is. She's a force. Still got for, it. Yeah, she's kind of. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not talking about her performance. I'm just talking about like, like her aura, her whole thing. You know, it kind of reminds me a lot of Dolly Parton. Right. You know, she just does and says all the right things. Uh, Sam Smith was also there and performed uh, "Stay with Me." His voice sounds like they were a studio recording. So the Respect for Marriage Act will protect same-sex and interracial marriages across the U.S. It will also protect against a scenario in which the Supreme Court were to overturn the 2015 uh, Obersfeld versus Hodges decision, which legalized same-sex marriages in the U.S. As Associate Justice Clarence Thomas suggested he would like to see happen after overturning Roe v. Wade. Today, America takes a vital step forward for equality towards liberty and justice, not just for some, but for everyone. That is what President Biden said. And Cindy Lauper also spoke. Once, our families, mine and a lot of my friends and people you know, sometimes your neighbors, we can rest easy tonight because our families are validated and because now we're allowed to love who we love. Yeah. All right, the finale... Oh, the voice was last night. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Although, Producer Dan, you didn't spoiler alert me this morning when you told me off the air that the finale had happened last night. Hey, I, man, you're we got a job to do. I know. I completely forgot. Uh, my family, we've been watching the show, but my wife went out last night with some friends, so we didn't watch it. And then I came in this morning. It's like, oh, it's over. <laughs> well, spoiler alert, Carson. Spoiler alert, spoiler Bruce alert. Bruce Willis also sees dead people at the end of Sixth Sense. Look out. Congratulations, Bryce Leatherwood. Bryce Leatherwood! Congratulations! You are the winner! There's Bryce and uh, Blake Shelton singing. So I take it he's a country boy. He is. He is the countryest of country boys. The 22-year-old Statesboro, Georgia resident was crowned the winner of season 22 of The Voice last night. Bryce Leatherwood's win marks a record ninth victory for Coach Blake Shelton, who will be stepping away. Of course, we heard from Kennedy uh, earlier that the uh, he's done. He's going to take a break. He's been there for 11 seasons. Uh, a couple of interesting things here. Leatherwood beat out fellow team uh, Blake Shelton contestant Braden and Bodie. Also, John Legend's Omar and team Camila Cabello's Morgan Miles. That gal is an amazing country singer. I think we're going to see some stuff from her. I feel like country people win a lot. And Blake mentioned it. Mm-hmm. He said that people who watch the show are like a big, a lot of them are country music fans. Right. That's a big part of the voice. Yeah, it probably listener, does. And which will help sway the vote a little bit. Not that he doesn't deserve it. Bryce Leatherwood will get a Universal Music Group record deal and $100,000 with his voice title. He says with his grand prize money, he's already planning to save a lot. You never know what life can throw at you. I think I might spend a lot of money on my family for Christmas because they deserve it so much. That is a cool name, though. He sounds like he should be on a ranch in Montana and Yellowstone. Bryce Leatherwood. It's the Leatherwood Ranch. 
Uh, and finally, let's talk about the rapper who says he's so old that he used to write his rhymes on a typewriter. And we are talking about Snoop D-O-double-G. He has been in the game so long, he was writing his raps on a typewriter. He was on in a, uh, an episode of a show called The 85 South Comedy Show. And he said that he used to borrow a typewriter from someone called Two Scoops from the rap trio The Dove Shack. He said, <laughs> and at the time, he was typing 65 words a minute. Snoop learned how in the Little White Junior High School, he says, and I quote that he went to, he says, they gave me typing classes and I took it. I was one of them students that I would take a wood class. I would take a metal shop class. I took typing. I took home economics. I didn't just want to be in the class with the homies and stuff and then go home and get a whooping and get in trouble for screwing up. And some of them classes had some bad words in there too, and I liked taking them. So Snoop Dogg says he is so old that he used to write his rhymes on a typewriter. I love it. I just imagine him coming into all his boys like, yo, I got this typewriter from my homie Two Scoops. We're about to go platinum. (laughs) I think it's pretty good. I've never used a typewriter, I don't think. You're kidding me. No. I mean, we had like... They were the big old computers, but when I was a kid, they had com- computer class. Yeah, we had to take typing classes, and you would get graded by how many things you could do in a minute. And there was a, I don't remember, but there was some sort of little thing you could memorize, a code of where you would put your hands and the letters right. you know, for the QWERTY like, keyboard thing. So if you mess up on a typewriter, there's no but there's no backspace. Did you just have to throw the whole page out? No, so you could use whiteout. There was this little liquid stuff with it came with a little brush. Yeah, I know whiteout. Okay, you would use whiteout or they had this pa- it, there was a ribbon and you you would push a button on the typewriter for it's been a long time. I think you would you would back it up one letter, you would hit the button for the whiteout thing oh, ribbon. Oh, it's on the thing. Yes, and then you would hit that letter again. So you'd have to hit the exact. So if it, if you accidentally put an X, you would back it up, hit the the white out button ribbon thing, and then hit the X again. Gotcha. I think it's been a long time. Hey, back in my day, Dan, we used to send fax machines to request songs. When I started rapping, there was only 24 letters in the alphabet. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kennedy is out this morning. Uh, coming up in the Dirty at 730. Uh, we're going to talk about Ellen Pompeo. She is finally talking about why she is leaving uh, uh, her TV show, which was relatively successful. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Had a little run. Yeah. Short one. You know what I didn't realize? Uh, she's making about $25 million a year off that. She was the richest woman on TV for years. That's pretty amazing. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. You can't beat Kennedy. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's gonna school you, sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man. You can't beat her. You ain't gonna win, man. You're going down. You think you can, but you Game time. Everybody say what's up to Kim from Chelmsford. What's up, Kim? What's happening? Hi, I'm back again. Okay. Guess who's back, 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 back again. <laughs> Kim, can you please kick Carson out of the studio? Sure, Carson, could you please leave the studio? All right, good luck. Go on, get. So it's five pop culture trivia questions. You get more right than Carson today. We give you $100. Crispy Ben Franklin. It's not a bad thing on a Wednesday. We don't have a board mm-hmm. for Carson, so I'm not sure what his record is. It's not as good as Kennedy's, but it's pretty good. How are you with pop All culture? Right. You've played a few times before. Yes, um, I'm okay. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Question number one. Vanessa Hudgens is 34 years old today. She starred opposite Zac Efron as Gabriela Montez in which popular movie franchise? High School Musical. Question number two. After buying Twitter and losing billions in his automotive company stock, Elon Musk is no longer the world's richest man, playing the world's tiniest violin for him. It's some French guy named uh, Bernard Arnault now. Which automotive company is Elon the CEO of? Um, oh, jeez. Um, I'm going to kick myself for this because I should know it. It's, I don't remember. All right, question number three. Keith Urban has sold his music catalog. He parted ways with the master recordings from 10 studio albums, as well as the greatest hits package. Which female country artist did he collaborate on the song The Fighter With back in 2016? Uh, Miranda Lambert? I don't know. Question number four. So why did Ellen Pompeo leave Grey's Anatomy? She says, quote, I just got to mix it up a little bit. I'm 53. I got to do something new. 
That's good because they did 400 seasons. It's about time for something new. What is the mm-hmm. current name of the hospital Grey's Anatomy takes place at? Um, Grey Sloan. And question number five. Argentina is headed to the World Cup Finals thanks to a 3-0 win over Croatia yesterday. What is the capital of Argentina? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You don't know? No. All right, let's get Carson back in the studio. Carson Remix. (laughs) Welcome back. Thank you. Kim from Chelmsford, she got two out of five correct. All right, nice job. Intern Samantha was very pumped that she's never seen Can't Conquer Carson. (laughs) Oh, you've never seen him play before? Nope. You're about to watch a master class in trivia. Kennedy (laughs) Pshaw. All right, question number one, Hercules. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens is 34 years old today. She starred opposite Zac Efron as Gabriela Montez in which popular musical series? High School Musical. No, no, wait, no, no. Wait, what, what series? It was... Uh, it's a franchise. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, it's not no, Camp it's- Rock. Camp Rock? No, I can't remember. It was High School Musical. Well, why didn't you? I said High School Musical. Yeah, but then you took. You said Camp Rock. I can't remember. You had a chance. I said High School Musical, and you didn't react. You so didn't lock, I was you like didn't trying lock to read it. The, oh my gosh, you're the best. Didn't knock it. You didn't lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. I love you, Dan. <laughs> After buying Twitter and losing billions in his automotive company stock, Elon Musk is no longer the world's richest man. Yeah. Some French dude named Bernard. Mm-hmm. What is uh, the automotive company Elon is the CEO of? Tesla. You sure? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) High school musical. (laughs) One to one. Question number three. Keith Urban has sold his music catalog. He parted ways with 10 studio albums and a greatest hits package. Okay. Which female country artist did he collaborate on the song The Fighter with in 2016? Hmm. The Fighter. That is a great question. A female country artist. (sighs) Oh, I'm just going to guess and say Carrie Underwood. The answer is always Carrie Underwood. Mm, all right. Two to one. <laughs> yep. Question number four. So why did Ellen Pompeo leave Grey's Anatomy? She says, quote, I just got to mix it up a little bit. 53, mm. I got to do something new. What is the current name of the hospital Grey's Anatomy takes place at? <laughs> <laughs> Having such thoughts about you this morning, Dan. What is the name? It's, uh, so is it Grey Sloan Memorial? I am Ron Burgundy. Yeah, that's right. Hey! <laughs> Three to two for what Carson. What are you doing to me? <laughs> Question number five. Argentina is headed to the World Cup Finals. They beat Croatia three to nothing or three nil. Yep. What is the capital of Argentina? <laughs> uh, the capital of Argentina is, let's see. Uh, uh, it is definitely Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Buenos Aires. Okay. <laughs> three, to, three to two for Carson. You get the win. Woo! It was uh, it was a real barn burner. It was ugly. That was ugly. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh. Cam, man. we can't give you the hundred bucks, but I hope you had fun this morning. Of course I did. <laughs> Is there anything you want to say to Carson before we get out of here? Yeah. I'm Kim from Chelmsford. I can't beat Carson. Hey, you in the car. Did you beat Kennedy today or did you get a Mel? If you missed Can't Beat Kennedy today, text CBK to 20357. Can't beat Kennedy. Every day at 645, 745, and 845. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go. On Mix 104.1. I'm done. Standing here with a bunch of idiots. F*** you all. Good luck, superstars. Can't be waiting 28 minutes for Raw 4. You, 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 you. <laughs> Get out. <sighs> Disaster. Oh, f- me. You, you, you. <laughs> Of course, that is Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay, and the guy that came in second place on Hell's Kitchen is Chef Jason Santos. We have switched out this morning. Uh, we've switched out red hair for blue hair. Good morning, Jason. Oh, wait. I, oh, hold on. Let's try it again. Sorry about that.
How you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're doing good. Yeah, Kennedy is out today, and Jason was going to be coming in. I'm like, perfect. Red hair for yeah. Blue. We're on yeah. the blue team today. We're <laughs> definitely on the blue team. Blue for life. Uh, how you like still doing the show? It's great. I mean, I you know I thank you for reminding me that I didn't win, but uh, contestant 12 years ago, runner up, and then full circle now 12 years later, I'm the blue team sous chef. So it's great working on the show. I mean, 16 contestants vying for a quarter million dollars and a mm. head chef prize with Gordon Ramsay is pretty intense. So. We're just there to weed them out and find the best. When he starts ranting like that, like that little audio clip we played, you're just like, here it goes again. Yeah, no, I, we're actually, we walk away. So when he has like his scene, we walk mm-hmm. away. But the irony of it all is we actually yell at them almost more than he does, mm-hmm. but they don't show that part. But we yeah. just wreck them all day long. I mean, we just need to find the best. You know, we have three weeks to find the best. Right. I, I always wonder, is it hard in those kitchens? Is there something going on in this kitchen that these people are not used to because they can't keep tr- track of time or heat or temperature? Well, so there's no clocks there's no thing there's a lot of things in a kitchen that you'd have that you don't have you don't have clocks you don't have thermometers these guys haven't slept oh so your your team is allowed in your restaurants to use thermometers and all it's not yeah, all we done. want we are striving for perfection on this we're looking for the best yeah. so they need to be able to tell by touch and stuff we just don't you know sometimes we don't do that because we want to make sure it's perfect of but, course of course because that's what i do at home and i'm course. always like how they're touching the meat and they yeah. know if that's medium or yeah. medium rare or whatever yeah, when you're good i mean i don't use a thermometer because you just get good yeah, at man, it but no, when you have Cooks, you know? <laughs> Actually, I have one here. No, <laughs> so it's like Navy Seal Hell Week. They sleep like three exactly. hours a it's night. It's like three, four hours a night. It's super tough. They have challenges in the morning. If they lose, they have a horrific punishment, mm-hmm. and then they go right into dinner service. And mm-hmm. Gordon comes in all fired up, and we just uh, we do dinner, and it's intense. Why are the scallops always raw? <laughs> So the scallops, they actually cut in half. They cut in half, which is something you don't generally see. You want a thick scallop. So what we do is we cut them in half, and they have to sear them quickly. And if they're either raw or they're rubbery, so we test them. Right. Well, I I love it. I know I've told you this a million times. My family we watch this show every week when it's on, and we are super invested. And we just, and then I'll just like text Jason. I'm like, why are you so nice to these people? Yeah. But I don't. I didn't it's, realize you were being well. During when Gordon's in the kitchen, we're more like we're helping them. But during mm-hmm. the day, we're just we're with them all day long. So it just kind of gets on your nerves a lot when these guys keep making so many mistakes. All right. So buttermilk and bourbon, citrus and salt, and now congratulations. I see there is a new cookbook called Simple Fancy. Yes, that and, was my nickname in high school simple fancy no, no just kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's just simple. i had so many questions <laughs> just simple. No. but you know so simple fancy it's geared towards a home cook it's simple food and it's just elevated to be a little bit fancy you get to show off to your friends but really the recipes are super simple right and uh very accessible and this is your second cookbook this is my second cookbook buttermilk and bourbon was the first cookbook it was very successful hence the second book right and uh this book i'm psyched because it's stuff that you cook at home i have some family recipes my wife's uh, mom has some recipes in here oh that's so it's cool really fun food uh did you yeah this is actually perfect for me right now because i recently i just moved into an apartment on november 1st i'm living by myself and i'm not much of a cook so now it's like me or starve yeah well this so i'm book, living off chicken and rice right, right now. there it's simple and it's fancy i mean it really is simple food it's just uh we just take a lot of uh, different garnishes and stuff to make it elevated, and it's really it's just fun food to cook at home on your you know backyard on your back porch or holidays. Great, great book. All right, and let's talk about uh, so buttermilk and bourbon and citrus and salt. I feel like those two restaurants, well, three of them, have been open for a minute now. It's time to open a new restaurant. What do you got? It is. I have a new restaurant coming up in the spring called Butterbird. It's going to be Arsenal Yards in Watertown, and it's going to be a cool breakfast lunch concept, beignets, coffee, really nice uh, Mm -hmm. egg sandwiches, and then we'll kind of flip into lunch and do a bunch of chicken sandwiches, some frozen drinks like you see in New Orleans, Mm -hmm. and uh, just a fun, fast, casual concept. Is this just to stay out of the house because you have a new baby at home? What does Tweed think about this? (laughs) Which came first, the baby or the restaurant or that's the, the question the chicken or the baby. well i you know i gotta pay this baby's bills right so i gotta i gotta work <laughs> yeah formula's expensive these days <laughs> yeah that's it i gotta save for college so i gotta open a restaurant i i text jason this morning at around 6 40 he was supposed to be here at seven i was like hey let me know when you get the radio station you know we'll let you in he's like oh i've been here you can let me in whenever he's like yeah, any chance i get a chance to get away from the from the family for two minutes yeah. and get so some yeah, i slept here last i left night. early i'm so used to leaving during rush hour i left early i got here early and i was like wow i have 15 minutes in my my car by myself. I enjoyed the coffee. It was still dark. It was 
was amazing. Can you compare uh, being a chef and that pressure versus to being a dad? What the difference of the similarities are? Yeah, the being a dad is way more intense. It's way more intense. I mean, it's such an amazing thing. I'd never grown up with kids in my family. I'd never been around kids, so this is really my first uh, time at it. But it's amazing. My wife has been super supportive, and she's mm-hmm. just you know, I mean, she's the best. She's brunting all the work. She does everything. I really just show up, hold the baby. She she drives the bus on this one. Right. And are you like uh, are you like Google Gaga dad, or are you just like throw them up in the air and let's go play football, dad? A little bit of both. I mean, I'm learning the Goo Goo Gaga, I'll usually come in and say, hey, kid, how you doing? And my wife's like, you don't you don't talk to babies like that, you know? So I'm, I'm learning a lot. So. Uh, Would you that. just go full Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, what are you doing? Why are you drooling? These blocks are stacked terribly! <laughs> you muppet. <laughs> you absolute donut! The square goes in the square hole! This uh, breast milk is raw! <laughs> And with uh, with uh, Bar Rescue, are you still doing the show or what? Yeah, so we're in hiatus right now, so we're going into season nine, which is insane. So we'll start filming in the spring as well. So we'll travel the country, save a lot of failing bars and restaurants. It's a really cool show to be on because it's fun, but we also sincerely get to make a difference, and I, I enjoy right. that part. I'm I'm the guy that always goes and looks up because you know, by the time sometimes I see the episodes, I'm behind. Yep. You know, and I could be watching an old season and don't even realize it, and I'm like, all right, let's go see if this restaurant is still open. I do that every time do you yeah it's super interesting i mean they say there's an 82 percent success rate i'm not sure what the right. you know, parameters are but it is cool and sometimes i actually look up or sometimes they'll reach out to me but more often than not you find out that they've failed because no matter what you do for someone if they're not really good at what they do right new or, shiny restaurants not going to fix anything or they listen to you when you're there and then the second right. you guys leave they just go they back to what them. they, they were think do- they know best and, right you know, they're like yeah. oh that was good yeah. but this is better if they knew best they wouldn't be in that position you That's know exactly. have we ever had a moment where we had to like shake them by the shoulders like i'm here to help you oh i've, I've had a lot of moments i've almost gotten beat up a couple times yeah it's it oh, really? gets really intense people they just they don't take criticism well and so yeah there's been a couple times that it's almost gone to blows and i've had to back off mm. all right so we have chef jason santos you want to hang out for a while for course, a little while kennedy's gone so if you just want to stay Great. hang out we got the dirty coming up he also brought us food yeah i've that that. been eyeballing for 15 minutes um so check out the book simple fancy by chef jason santos it is out now soon to be a new york times bestseller sure okay well you sound well, confident yeah well just from the show alone simple fancy go buy the book right now carson and kennedy on mix 1041 she's got the hollywood hookup gossip in 24 7 it's the dirty on the 30 with kennedy with yeah all right we're going to talk about ellen pompeo who is finally revealing why she is leaving gray's anatomy but first we're going to talk about elon musk he did a bit of gambling this year so did it pay off well, not yet. Thanks to Tesla's plummeting stock price and his purchase of Twitter, Elon Musk is no longer the world's richest man. How sad. Oh, poor guy. It's, it's <laughs> tough on him. So not long ago, it was reported that he was worth $340 billion. But over the course of the year, he's lost $100 billion in Tesla stock and paid a ridiculous $44 million for Twitter with all of his losses, he is now down to a mere pitiful $168.5 billion. Chump change. How's he going to pay his bills? What's he going to do for lunch today? Keep that in the little pocket of my jeans. He's driving a Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Tesla stock doing so bad? Or is it just all stock? Or did something happen? No, the, the stories that I've heard is that people are worried because he's focused so much on Twitter, he's not paying attention to his oh. other it's, it's lost a lot. I, I follow Tesla and have a little bit of Tesla. And I have a Tesla, so I have a tesla stock to go with it and it's definitely dropped how am i gonna eat lunch is the question (laughs) so he's bombing twitter so bad it's affecting tesla yes that is correct they say he's not focused on on tesla the new richest man in the world is bernard arnault he is a major shareholder in the french multinational corporation lvmh Uh, he is worth 172.9 billion dollars lvmh of course is the moet hennessy louis vuitton company there's a great podcast out there uh, business wars where it talks about the battle between Gucci and uh, Louis Vuitton, and it tells this guy Arnaud's story, and this guy is a beast. I mean, oh. he just robbed from everybody, stole from everybody, lied from everybody, and now he's he one did. of the richest men in the you world. You don't get to be the richest man in the world if you're not crushing everyone's head on the mm. way up. Bernie the Beast. <laughs> Who is the richest man in food? 
Who do you think is the richest or richest woman? Uh, in I, Ford? I actually think it's Gordon Ramsay. I think he was on Forbes uh, top ten or whatever. He is. Yeah. So with all the I mean, TV he's got shows, fifty TV shows. I hope so. <laughs> right. How many restaurants? Yeah. He's got seventeen Michelin stars and hundreds of oh, restaurants. Really? I mean, oh, really? Oh, it's all over the world. You know, right? Gas stations, airports, you name it. He's got it. <laughs> Uh, Adam Sandler is going to be the 2023 recipient of the Mark Twain Prize for uh, for American Humor. He will be honored at the Kennedy Center in D.C. on March 19th. The award recognizes individuals who have held an Im- or had an impact on American society, like Mark Twain. Past recipients include Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, John Stewart, Dave Chappelle, Tina Fey, and Will Ferrell. The Kennedy Center president said Adam has entertained audiences for over three decades with his films, music, and his tenure as a fan favorite cast member on SNL. He has created characters that have made us laugh cry and cry from laughing i'm looking forward to a laughter filled evening as we celebrate his career at a ceremony that is sure to bring together the best in comedy best adam sander sandler movie uh go dan oh god that's hard hmm maybe happy gilmore yeah i was gonna say happy gilmore i think everybody would say happy gilmore (laughs) that would be a tough one Bob Barker scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. <laughs> and finally, Ellen Pompeo. She has been doing Grey's Anatomy since March of 2005. She makes $25 million a season, and she is leaving the show. Her final episode is coming up, at least as a regular cast member, airs in February. So why did she decide to leave the show? Uh, since she's the main character while she was on the Drew Barrymore show yesterday and this is what she said. Listen, it's just I I gotta, you know, I gotta mix it up a little bit. I'm 53. I gotta do something new or I'm gonna literally turn into like, you know, you can't do the New York Times crossword puzzle every single day. I mean 19 years is like more, that's longer than people keep their kids in their house. (laughs) Like people keep their kids in their house until they're 18 and then they send them off to college. So this is like me like going away to college, kind of. Also, I've made all of the money humanly possible, so I'm good. Highest paid person on television, highest paid woman in the history of television, and she had to fight for that. There's some great stories of what was going on behind the scenes where she was fighting for pay equality to get to that point where she was an executive producer on the show. Good for her. Yeah, she was getting all of the monies. Scalpel drop and walks (laughs) out the door. I mean, 19 seasons, they got to be run, the well's got to be running dry. Right. They're out of diseases. They've covered it all. (laughs) And that thing's around the world, too. I mean, in syndication and all of that, that's uh, a nice life. Let's go to the spinoff. Right. Uh, what about you on a TV show? Chef I mean, Jason I Santos. I on a couple. Yeah. I know, I mean, but I mean it's... your own show. You're on other people's shows. Hey, if you what got are you branching show, out to do your own show? I mean, I love food, and I love talking, and I love being me. And if you put those all together, it's like a good time. Food is love for me. So anything mm-hmm. I could be involved in talking about food, it's, it's for me, for sure. There's your title. Food is love. Food is love. Write that down. Dan, we write no, that down. I was thinking so we, we put them in a hospital drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mac and Cheese Chronicles. <laughs> All right, it is, uh, it's Carson and Kennedy. We've got Kennedy out today. Chef Jason Santos is in hanging out with us. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. You can't beat Kennedy. Still waiting for that intro? Don't even try. Maybe in the new year. Boy. You can't beat him. him. She's going to school, you sucker. You can't beat Carson. Kennedy. You can try, but man, you can't beat her. him. You ain't gonna win, man. You're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh no. Oh no. Stop. Game time. We got Ryan from Boston in for Can't Conquer Carson. What's up, Ryan? What's happening? Good morning. Good, Good morning, morning, Ryan. How Coming in with the energy. I like it. You know it, man. All right, Ryan. So Carson's getting a big head around here. He hasn't he won again this morning. He's starting to think he's the new Kennedy. I'm going to bring in uh, Chef Jason Santos to help you out. We're going to tag team this thing. Let's go, Ryan. I love that idea. All right. Can you kick Carson out of the studio, please? Carson, can you please leave the studio? Uh, Of course. Good luck. Thank you. You too. Five pop culture trivia questions. You get more right than Carson. We are going to give you $100. And uh, he doesn't have a big board, so I don't really know what his record is, but he's actually pretty good. You ready to do this thing, Ryan? I'm ready. All right. Let's do it. Question number one. Jack Harlow may be the most brilliant man on earth. After writing a song called Dua Lipa and putting it on his latest album, the pair are now allegedly dating. What is the name of Jack Harlow's hit song that samples Fergie on the hook? It's all you, First Ryan. class. First class. First class. Question number yep. two. After playing Stifler's mom in American Pie, Jennifer Coolidge found herself in bed with a younger guy. 
The next morning, she mentioned she needed to get her hair done, so the guy actually called his mom while they were in bed and asked her for salon recommendations. Jennifer Coolidge was just nominated for a Golden Globe for her role on this HBO show. What HBO show was she on? The White Lotus. Good man. All right, Ryan. Question three. Austin Butler said he did not see his family for three years while making Elvis. Who played his manager, uh, Colonel Tom Parker, in Elvis? Tom Hanks. This guy's on fire. Yeah, he doesn't even need you. Yeah, I'll just sit here and watch. (laughs) Oh. 23 years ago today, in 1999, the creator of Peanuts announced that he was retiring the comic strip after 50 years. Who was the genius behind Charlie Brown and the Gang? Ooh, that's a good one. Ryan, I can help you on this one. Oh, you got it. Got it. (laughs) Yeah. And question number five. Dana Carvey and David Spade hosted a two-part tribute special for Chris Farley on their podcast. It's called Fly on the Wall. It came out today, and it has guests like Chris Rock, Mike Myers, and Conan O'Brien to talk about Chris Farley. David Spade is featured in a TV commercial for which retail company? Okay, so I know this. I'm pretty sure it is. So it's the TJ Maxx version of the Home Goods. What the hell is it called? Home Sense? Is that maybe? I, I know it's definitely commercial for sure. I've seen it. I've seen it too. Uh, it's not Home Sense. Uh, what the what hell? Do wanna, is it? What do you want to lock it in as, Ryan? We got to go here. Let's go. Uh, Sierra Trading Post. All right, let's get Carson back in the studio. Carson! Carson! That wasn't that long. He answered him pretty quickly. Did he? Felt like it took forever. Yeah, just because you're in the other room and you're not used to it. Plus, it's a thousand degrees in there. It's the sauna from hell in the. the Welcome to my life in that production studio. Well, Carson, welcome back. Ryan from Boston. Yeah. He got five out of five correct. Oh, (laughs) come on. Something is. Something's a foot at the Circle K. And I gave him no help. Yeah, he's a beast. (laughs) Oh, really? And I don't know if you've heard this before, but I'm not going to tell you what you get right or wrong because I hear from some guy that it adds to the suspense. Okay. Can I just tap out right now? (laughs) (laughs) Quitters never win. Be a man. Question number one. Jack Harlow may be the most brilliant man on earth after writing a song called Dua Lipa and putting it on his latest album, The Pair Are Now Allegedly Dating. Mm Mm-hmm. What is the name of Jack Harlow's hit song that features Fergie on the hook? Mm, uh, first class. Question two. Ding. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> After playing Stifler's mom in American Pie, Jennifer Coolidge found herself in bed with a younger guy. Oh. The, the next morning that she mentioned she needed to get her hair done, so the guy called his mom while they were in bed and asked her for salon recommendations. <laughs> I love that. Jennifer Coolidge was just nominated for a Golden Globe for her role on which HBO show? Oh, The White Lotus. Question number three. Ding. He needs positive reinforcement. (laughs) (laughs) Austin Butler said he did not see his family for three years while making Elvis. Mm. Who played his manager, Colonel Tom Parker, in the film? Tom Hanks, ding. (laughs) (laughs) Question number four. 23 years ago today in 1999, the creator of Peanuts announced that he was retiring the comic strip after 50 years. Mm. Who is the genius behind Charlie Brown and the gang? Charles M. Schultz. Ding. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Question number five. Dana Carvey and David Spade hosted a two-part tribute special for Chris uh, Chris Farley on their podcast, Fly on the Wall. Okay. David Spade is featured in a TV commercial for which retail company? Oh! Somebody hang, lost their ding, didn't they? Hang on, hang on, the hang on. Ding. The ding hang got on. real quiet. Hold on. Re- uh, repeat the question again. <laughs> David Spade is featured in a TV commercial for which retail company? Uh, I'm going to go with Target. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> Hey, hey, ease up with the button there. That hurt, Lappy. Congratulations, Ryan. You get the W, five to four. What was the correct answer? Sierra Trading Post, excuse me. What was it? Sierra Trading Post. Sierra Trading Post. Okay. Yes. Wow. Nice job, Ryan. Congrats, brother. Thank you. Did you really not help him with any of those, Jason? No, I didn't. I I knew a lot of them, ironically, but he was on fire. No, he was good. All right, so uh, let me tell him real quick. He's got the $100, and then also, 
You've got a $50 gift card to Alltown Coffee. You can get any size coffee plus a muffin or donut. Just $2.49 at participating Alltown and Extra Mart locations. Congratulations. Nice job, Ryan. My name is Carson. Don't Thank take this you. away from me. What? Carson, is there anything you want to say to Ryan before we get out of here? Oh. Yes, my name is Carson. I am from God's country, Charlestown, and I can't be Ryan. Hey, you in the car. Did you beat Kennedy today or did you get a Mel? If you missed Can't Beat Kennedy today, text CBK to 20357. Can't Beat Kennedy. Every day at 645, 745, and 845. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. <laughs> The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go. On Mix 104.1. I'm done. Standing here with a bunch of idiots. F*** you all. <laughs> Good luck, superstars. Can't be waiting 28 minutes for Raw 4. You, 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 Get out! Disaster! Oh, f*** me. You, you, you. All right, so that is Gordon Ramsay from Hell's Kitchen, and we have uh, what season were you on with Hell's Kitchen? Again? I was in season seven, and uh, you finished in second. Which listen, it's just it was like a Amer- robbery. It was Amer- I watched it just like American Idol. You can finish fourth and still That's become it. a huge star. You've got a I bunch a, of successful a restaurants. career coming in second. Uh, buttermilk and bourbon, and citrus and salt, and obviously the TV show Bar Rescue, and now obviously back on Hell's Kitchen, uh, helping you know find the next great yep. chef. And uh, there's a new cookbook now. Sim- uh, Simple Fancy. Simple Fancy. Thank you very much. You, I had it sitting here and I could see it. And then you moved it. I couldn't remember what the title was off the top of my head. Thank you very much. And so we have a Simple Fancy cookbook and a gift card that we're going to give away, right? Great. Yeah, please. You, uh, we're going to take some questions. All right. And then whatever question you think is the best question, we'll make that person the winner. Okay. All right. We're going to start first with, uh, let's see, Joy, uh, Joy from Hingham. Are you there? Hi, yes, I'm oh, here. All right, what is your question for Chef Jason Santos? Have you ever gotten caught having sex in the kitchen? Wow. Have I ever gotten caught? Joy, what are you <laughs> doing? This is a morning radio show, what? Joy. Okay, but listen, I just saw the movie Burnt, and that was like the first thing that came to mind. Have Have you ever gotten <laughs> caught in the kitchen, Joy? Is what there is, something you want to tell us? What is your body count, Chef? That's what everybody <laughs> wants to know. Look, there's a lot of action exactly. in the kitchen, but it's not that kind of action. <laughs> it doesn't is, seem sanitary. Joy, I mean, come on. We're, I was looking for like a chef question. Like dinner and a show? What's oh, going on? So what? you're not going to answer? No, he's I'm not. Just, I'm only teasing. She said caught, right? Yeah. Is that, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jill is from Providence. Good morning, Jill. Hello, Jill. Are you are you there? What is your question for oh. Chef? Uh, what's the internal temperature for veal? It's a little safer. So, <laughs> <it's> a little, <laughs> that's a good question. No, look, so ready? Super easy to remember, Joy. 246. Ready? 246. 120, 140, 160. Rare, medium, and well. That's what you have to remember with beef. 120, 140, 160. 120 is rare. 120, 140. For veal. Veal. 130 if you want it mid-rare. Huh. All right. Is that where you were cooking when you got caught? (laughs) Yeah, I was cooking veal when I got caught in the kitchen. This is going to piece together nicely. I'm dying right now. I'm dying at these questions. (laughs) Have you ever hooked up in the kitchen? Uh, Let's see. Joe from Hanover. Yes. Hey, what you got, Joe, for Chef Jason Santos? Um, If you go and order your dinner and you're very unhappy and you don't like it, should you tell the chef that you dislike it, or should you just say you must have ordered the wrong thing? Um, I think you should be honest. I think we're all in business to provide hospitality and good quality food, so if you're not happy, you should absolutely speak up. I'd rather people speak up at their dinner than leave the restaurant and write a bad review that we couldn't help them, so definitely speak I up. I always do it, and my wife always harasses me. Good she work, says, well, kid. You know, you, yeah, uh, I do all the cooking at the house, too. You should taste my meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Again, what is going okay, on? Okay, now here? you're just what making is... that dirt. That was nice. You guy makes good windows. I don't think so. Justice for Joe. <laughs> it's a little early for that, Joe. <laughs> How about my wife, who wants to change everything on the menu to fit what it is that she's ordering? The worst. Oh, those people. I know. I know those the people. worst. I mean, it's not so bad. Look, you're spending good money. You want to eat what you want to eat. I get it. But I'd love for also people to come in and just trust the chef. That's hopefully why Can you're I at that restaurant. Can I get the dressing on the side? Sure. Can I get this with that? 
Can, what about this? Does can I cannot have that starch? Yeah. I mean, we've been asked a lot. Of, you know, it's like the swaps. It's like, oh, we don't have any part. We don't want parsley. Can we get extra steak? You know, stuff like that doesn't really fly. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Jennifer is from Worcester. What is your question for Chef Jason Santos? Jason. Hi. Good morning. My question is, if you had to pick between not being able to taste test your food while you're cooking or not be able to smell it all while you're cooking, which one would you choose? Well, I guess technically taste comes from smell, so that's important. But if it, we're talking literally, I would say I'd rather taste my food than smell my food any day. Okay. Do it. I think we need to give away the Okay. There's a, there's a couple going on the text line real quick. Okay, what you got? <laughs> Whose food is better, yours or Gordon Ramsay's? 100%. That is from the 781. <laughs> It's different, you know. Good Ramsey. <laughs> all right, I mean, the guy's all right. Say, say like, it with your uh, chest, Jason. Beef Wellington. Whatever. <laughs> it's overrated. Beef Welly. What's wrong with your beef Welly? Is there another one on there? Yes, from the five hundred eight. What would you request for your last meal? Hundred percent would be a ribeye charred mid rare with a little cider bernays. Mm-hmm. I'm, do, I'm doing surf and turf. Yeah, I want super rare steak yeah. and I want a lobster. Lobster, a little crab meat, maybe. Oh, uh, now you're stuck. Yeah. A lobster stuffed with crab meat is that a thing? Because we just it is now. <laughs> it is now. All right, now I think we can decide. Well, I, Jen- Jennifer from Drake, it was on the line and we lost her, but I think she has the best question, so I'm going to ask it for her. And Jennifer, if you're, if you're listening, give us a call back in in a minute, and we'll give you the cookbook and, and the gift card. Jennifer wanted to know what's the most underrated ingredient in the kitchen that people don't know how to use properly. Oh, that's such a great question, actually. I actually always say salt. Salt could be the difference between good and great. Salt is what professional chefs use. And a lot of times home cooks are afraid to oversalt. And sometimes because of that, they undersalt and they'll just put a salt shaker on the table. But salt for me, 100% is the most important thing in the kitchen. And should it be sea salt or regular salt? I mean, I'd say anything but iodized salt. Kosher salt's really good. Sea salt for finishing. But same mm-hmm. thing, you cut a nice, beautiful ribeye steak and you carve it, and a little bit of flaky salt on top can make oh, the difference. the best, right? Yeah, it's the best. That is the best. All right, so we're going to give the gift card and the book simple, Simply Fancy to Jennifer from Drake. And again, Drake, uh, we lost Jennifer on the phone line, so Jennifer, if you could call back in, and we will give you that. Justice for Joy from Hingham. She yeah. had the best question. No, she did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just, Joy. Oh, Joy. Everybody that knows Joy know that's just who she is. Did you hook up in the kitchen? Uh, When we go to break, we'll get the real answer, though, right? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) To the Carson and Kennedy on Mix. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. You can't beat Kennedy. Let's just play it. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat him. She's going to school, you sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man. You can't beat him. You ain't going to win. You're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stop. Game time. It looks like we lost oh, our no. contestants. Did we lose uh, Did we lose Josh? Samantha's in there. She has no idea what's going on. Yep. We lost Josh. Samantha, do you have his phone number? Do you want to play, Jason? Oh, boy. I'll play. I'll All right. All right. Well, have, you haven't All seen right. the questions, have you? I have not. All right, then. All right. Kick me out of the studio. Everybody say hi to Jason from whatever town he's oh, from. Oh, you got him? No. Oh, oh, this Jason. <laughs> We're moving. Okay. I'm going to get All right. smoked. All right, how are you with pop culture? Oh, boy, this is going to, if I got one right, I'll be psyched. Okay. Question number one. Cindy Lauper and Sam Smith performed at the event to celebrate Joe Biden signing a bill to protect same-sex and interracial marriage rights. Sam Smith and Kim Petras are currently in the top 10 on Billboard's Hot 100 for which song? No clue. All right. Question number two. LeBron James's son faced off against Carmelo Anthony's kid in a high school basketball game, if you want to feel old. Which NBA team is LeBron James currently on? Oh, my God. You guys. I cook for a living. <laughs> no, uh, the LA Lakers. Question number three. A language tutorial site examined popular holiday movie scripts to find out which have the most cuss words. Bad Santa ranked number one with 255 swear words. Who stars in Bad Santa? Oh, man, I can picture his it's face. It's such a good movie. Oh, I can picture his face. I'm going to have to He used to date Angelina it. Jolie. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what he looks like. Uh, Billy Lee. Uh, God, Billy. Not Billy Ray. Billy <laughs> something. <laughs> Billy, I don't know. Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, I'll get the half. All right. 
Question number four. 14 years ago today in 2008, President George W. Bush showed quick reflexes when he dodged a pair of shoes thrown at him by an Iraqi journalist during a news broadcast in Baghdad. Which number U.S. president was George W. Bush? Oh, my God. I have no idea. No idea. This is not fun. <laughs> so I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Question five. Tori Kelly is 30 years old today. She starred as Mina the Elephant in which animated movie? Is this a setup right now? Am I on TV? That's uh, a hard pass on me. All right. You did great. Yeah. Let's get Carson back in the studio. Can Carson! Ruined. This is the last time Chef Jason is going to yeah, come no, in. No, it is not good. It feels like he's been set up. That's right. You know what? I'll come to the kitchen, and you can laugh at me if I try and, <laughs> and I can try and figure out polenta. You're going to beat me on the first question. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? How many did he get? He got one out of five correct. All right. That's that's not around good. here. We call that a suit. That's a suit. First guy uh, to ever. Uh, get a, get one out of five right. His name was Such. So <laughs> it's now that forever and ever. Amen. All right, question number one. Cindy Lauper and Sam Smith performed at the event to celebrate Biden signing a bill to protect same-sex and interracial marriage rights. Mm -hmm. Sam Smith and Kim Petras are currently in the top ten on Billboard's Hot 100 for which song? Mm. Did you get this one right? Uh, no. Uh, hmm. uh, is it called The Right Stuff? Okay. Unholy. Oh, unholy. Doing something oh, unholy. <laughs> Question number two. LeBron James's son faced off against Carmelo Anthony's kid in a high school basketball game, if everyone wants to feel old. Okay. Which NBA team is LeBron James currently on? Did you get that one right? I did. Okay, the Lakers. That is correct. One to one. A language tutorial site examined popular holiday movie scripts to find out which have the most cuss words. Mm -hmm. And Bad Santa ranked number one with 255 swear words. Who stars in Bad Santa? Hmm. Sam Smith. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. You were so close. So close, yet so far. <laughs> what did you say? I said Billy something. Billy Ray. <laughs> He's like, Billy Ray? Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> I was close. One to one, question number four. 14 years ago today in 2008, President George W. Bush showed off some quick reflexes when he dodged a pair of shoes from an Iraqi uh, journalist. Yeah, I remember that. Which number U.S. president was George W. Bush? 45. <laughs> nope, the last guy was 45. <laughs> One to one. We got a barn burner wow. here, folks. There's some hope. Do you feel better that he's equally I, I as bad? I as don't you? feel horrible anymore. <laughs> I don't feel good either. And question number five: Tori Kelly is 30 years old today. She starred as Mina the Elephant in which animated movie? Oh, that is so easy. Encanto. Wow. <laughs> Sing. <laughs> Elephants in Encanto. How dare you? Lin Manuel Miranda would never. Damn, I'm trying to make our guests feel questions. good. Who's Tori Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> she has a delightful voice. Oh. Yeah. All right, it's one to one. That's oh, it's a tie. <laughs> Great got, job, Jason. We got suit just across yeah, the board. Great job. Here. Great job, buddy. <laughs> Jason, is there anything you want to say to Carson before we leave? My name is Jason. I just got my keister kicked by Carson. <laughs> hey, you in the car. Did you beat Kennedy today or did you get a Mel? If you missed Can't Beat Kennedy today, text CBK to 20357. Can't Beat Kennedy. Every day at 645, 745, and 845. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041.